looking back, never heard it on my wedding day. There was like two airplanes that went right over us that were super loud and a train in the middle of our ceremony that I had no clue until I watched our wedding video that that even happened. Like that's how oblivious I was. So, and Phil too, he said he didn't even notice either. So like we were just like so in happy. our own worlds for sure. Hi, I'm Catherine. I love hearing people's stories. I always have. In 2021, an idea came to me to talk to 10 people I didn't know about a meaningful day in their life. I posted the idea to my neighborhood's Facebook page and connected with 11 people who were willing to share. We met in one of our homes, and these are those conversations. For me, when I hear someone's personal experience, I understand them better. I feel connected to them through common ground or a common feeling and I always and inevitably learn something from them that helps me in my own life. I don't know what you'll find in these conversations, but I hope it's something good. I'm so grateful all around to everyone who participated and now to you for listening. I truly hope you enjoy. Let's jump right in. Today's conversation is with Michelle. Can you tell me your name and what you're here to talk about? Yes, my name's Michelle, and I'm here to talk about a great day that I've had in my life, which I would say was my wedding day. I'm really excited. When did you get married? I got married almost 12 years ago. Our anniversary is September 19th, 2009, so it'll be 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, can we back up a little bit? Can you tell me how did you meet your husband? Yes, we met actually when we were in high school through friends. We went to different high schools. One of his good friends was one of my good friends and started dating then. So almost, I think that was over 20 years ago. So you were high school sweethearts. Yes. What year in high school did you get together? I was a junior and he was a senior. Did you guys go to prom together? Yes. <laughs> two mine and his wow so he was a year ahead of you mm -hmm. when he graduated he mm -hmm. where did he go after that he went to college northern Illinois and we decided we were going to break up because it was going to be too hard to you know do a long distance thing even though it was like only I think an hour and 15 minutes away but I think that lasted like a whole five days or something and I went to visit him and then we didn't end up breaking up so <laughs> so what was it like visiting him in college it was really fun I was a senior in high school I'm pretty sure I would tell my mom I was sleeping at my like girlfriend's house and then I would drive there on like Friday night after work I remember I worked at a hair salon and I got done at like nine o'clock at night and then I would drive to Northern which was an hour and 15 minutes away and stay the night and I would leave the next day and I remember I have a good memory but I um, worked at three o'clock on Saturdays so I would leave in time to get back to work at three o'clock so I would pretty much go there almost every weekend unless he came home Wow <laughs> and then I we stayed together through his freshman year of college and then I ended up going away to college at Western Illinois so then we were like two and a half hours apart and still you know stayed together and did the long distance thing I think we broke up twice in college once for seven months and once for like two months and then 
have been together ever since. So what was the hardest part about that distance? I mean, when you go to college, you're seeing new things, you're meeting new people, you have a lot going on with different classes. Right. So how did you guys make it work? Just made time to see each other. I didn't mind driving and he didn't mind driving and we had a lot of mutual friends. So when I was in college, I would go visit him with like a couple of my girlfriends and then we'd all hang out and go out and party and have fun. And then a lot of times when he would come visit, he would bring a couple friends too. So it was always just really fun. But, you know, we got a little bit into our own things and it was a little bit difficult at times. And I think we both wanted to like do our own thing and experience college. So I'm actually glad we broke up in a way just because I feel like we got to experience being single and having fun and all of that kind of stuff. Cause I think being together from high school for this long, that's a really long time to not be able to do your own thing and live for you. You know what I mean? Without always thinking about somebody else. So it was, and it was short lived. Like I said, once was seven months, once was two months. So it was just like enough time, but I think we still like really cared about each other, obviously. So we just came back together. Yes. What's his name and what's he like? Phil, so he is funny and generous, always makes me laugh. He's always been very sweet and took me on dates from the start in high school. I don't think many people go on a lot of date, actual dates in high school to like a rest, like restaurants and stuff. So I think, what was our first date? Oh, we went to the movies on our first date and then our second date we went to a restaurant and he ordered a beer, which was really funny because, I mean, we drank like we were in high school, but I never went to a restaurant and ordered a beer. He had like a fake ID. I think he was trying to be cool, but I thought that was funny. Did he but get away with it, I'm guessing? He did. <laughs> I don't think, I ordered French fries, I remember, because I was like, felt like awkward, like didn't want to stuff my face, you know what I mean? So I was like trying to be whatever, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he's funny. He's always been generous and just always paid for me. And you know, even he would like fill up my gas tank when I came to visit and just, he always had a job, always very hardworking. He worked in a pharmacy as a technician and high school and college. And so he just always had his own money and was, you know, he still is a hard worker. He always was. And he's a good dad. And yeah, so. What happened after college? I graduated first because he kind of took a longer, I don't know. <laughs> he got a little, had a little too much fun in college for one year. So he had to go back home for a year or two and did community college and then went back to Northern and finished. So I think it took him maybe like, I don't know, five and a half years to graduate or something. And I graduated one semester before him. So I got a job right away. And then, so I graduated in December, 2006 and he graduated in May, 2007. So I got a job, started in January and then he graduated in May and got a job right away too. And then I was living at home with my mom and he was living at home with his parents. And I would usually go to his house most of the time, but they had like a smaller house, three boys, 
his mom, his dad, I think his grandma was living there at the time too because she needed help. And so there was just a lot going on. And then same thing with my house because I had two younger brothers and my mom was is remarried and my stepdad had five kids. So there was always a lot going on there, always a lot going on at, my, at Phil's house. So I wanted to move in together. I don't think he really did at all. Like, I think he was good being at home with, you know, his mom, like, doing his laundry again and cooking and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely pushed the issue of us moving in together, like, right away. Because once I got to college, honestly, I loved being on my own. Like, there was always too much chaos at my house. I'm very independent. I could take care of myself. I didn't want to be back at home, you know, having to answer to people and not having my own space. Like, I loved my own space in college and then I think Phil was fine being back at home you know what I mean it was a little different but I pushed the issue and then we ended up buying a condo together in August so what like three months after he graduated that's a big move graduating and buying a condo yes. together we were looking at apartments but there was nothing to buy that was good and then we looked at condos and they were nicer than apartments so we went that route but it ended up not being the best idea because we bought in 2007, like right before, you know, the market crashed. So we still own the condo, to be quite honest. And Phil's dad lives there now and he rents it from us. So it actually works out good. But at the time it was like, I don't know. So we moved in together. It was good. He was fine. You know what I mean? How like, do you feel about living together for the first time? I mean, you obviously knew each other for many years and yeah. you knew each other. I liked it. I was excited. It was good for me. And we had mutual friends, so we would still have fun and go to work and kind of be grown. I was happy. I think he was happy too. And I like did a lot of stuff for him. You know what I mean? I would cook and make him lunch and all that kind of stuff. So I think I still could take care of him. <laughs> like his, and I did his laundry and all that, so. That's really sweet. Yeah. When did you guys first start talking about marriage? I probably started talking about it, like, in college. <laughs> no, I would say, like, the end of college, a little bit, but not anything serious. You know, we would just joke around about, oh, when we get married, you know what I mean? But nothing, like, too serious. But then when we moved in together, like, I did want to get married just because I feel like people were starting to get married and we had been together for so long. So that's why I felt like, I'm like, oh, we should get married because we've been dating for like, I don't know, eight years or something. Like, yeah, something like that. Or seven, I think. So I'm like, we need to get married. <laughs> and As did, a girl, you know. How did he respond to that? I mean, he was like fine, but I think he would have taken a little longer if I wasn't so like excited about it. But now I think it's good. Like we've talked about it. I feel like I rushed things. Oh, we have to move in together. Oh, we should get married, like all this kind of stuff. But I think that it was good for us because we both were like the oldest kids in our family and we're independent. And I feel like it kind of like forced us to grow up and be responsible adults. Whereas like nowadays, a lot more people get married a lot older and do all these, you know, live in the city and do all of these things for themselves, I guess. And I, I just think it was good. We just, from the beginning, kind of were more mature and all that. And we had 
kids younger too. But I'm still glad about that. I am. Because then I'm like, oh, by the time we're 50, like our kids are going to be in college. We can do our thing. You know what I mean? So it'll be good. I'm kind of glad. And he said the same thing. The path that we've chosen. You know what I mean? Maybe at, in the beginning, like he was more whatever because he's a guy. But it was ended up being like a good thing because I just... If we're like, we bought a house right away and we just didn't drag our feet. We kind of just had a path right from our, you know, mid twenties. Sounds like it. Yeah. So how did you get from living together to the proposal? I think we were together maybe like a year before we got engaged and you know, we had been talking about it or whatever, but I was surprised when it happened actually. And it wasn't like now everything's like these big elaborate proposals and it wasn't anything like that but it was kind of supposed to be we had gone to like navy pier a couple times that summer and he said he was gonna propose on the ferris wheel at navy pier and he like had just gotten the ring but then the day he was going to propose it was pouring rain so we didn't go anywhere obviously he was acting all weird and like just being just weird and i was like okay i remember i was watching a show 90210 it was like the new version of it and he did not like that show at all and I would just watch it by myself normally and he like he's like oh I'll watch it with you and I was like okay like he was just being super nervous and weird and then he just kind of like just like gave me the ring you know what I mean like it he, he like couldn't wait or something so it wasn't this like big elaborate what like I think it was just like an accident like he couldn't wait until like the weather got better or something. I don't know. So oh, this is a small detail, but was it a commercial break or did the show end? <laughs> I think the show ended actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a beautiful ring. I was very excited about so that. How did you feel when you saw the ring? Did he, did he start talking or did, did he just literally show you the ring? And well, then... yeah, I think he just said like, he wanted to ask me something. <laughs> it was so like, like nonchalant you know what I mean it wasn't this big production as I feel like engagements are now it was still exciting the ring was so pretty I just remember how did he find the ring or know what you would like um he well I've like told him what I wanted pretty much but I we never like went and picked out a ring or anything like I just showed him pictures or said said oh I want like a princess cut diamond ring so but he asked my dad for permission before. And then my dad was like, what? I have a jeweler. And so he sent Phil to the jeweler that my dad used. <laughs> and so then he got a ring from there. So my dad was kind of part of it in a way. <laughs> so what happened after? Did you guys tell all of your family right away or did you wait? We told his mom and dad right away because they lived close to us. And so we actually like went over there, I think, and we drank champagne. I think she had like a bottle of Dom. His mom isn't a big drinker and probably was sitting there forever. So we drank that. And then I think I told my mom maybe the next day, but I was nervous to tell her because, so my parents were divorced. And Phil didn't tell my mom, but like he probably should have because she does not like surprises at all. And my parents were young when they had me. I think 
my mom was 21 when I was born and my dad was 20. So they're younger and I'm my mom's first and I'm a girl and all this kind of stuff. So I think she was thought it was too fast. You know what I mean? Just too young, all that kind of stuff. So I don't think she was all that excited about it when I told her, which was sad. I was bummed about that, but I like knew her personality. So I was not surprised. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she was all that fond of Phil back then, but just because we had broken up, things have happened. You know, I would like complain sometimes like when I was younger and all that kind of stuff. And she didn't know him that well. I spent more time at his house, but now like my mom loves Phil. Like they get along very well. They're like, you know, mother, son, he could talk to her about anything. You know what I mean? Just they get along well. So family. Yes. Yes. But then I just think she was like, you know, thought it was too soon, too fast, too young, all that kind of stuff. But we're 12 years later, still married. So that's good. Did it feel different for you to be engaged? Did you look at the ring? Did you mm -hmm. have those moments yes. of like, oh my gosh, I'm engaged. Yes. I was very excited. And we started planning right away. <laughs> we got engaged in September of 2007. Nope, 2008. And then I got married one year later in September 2009. Yeah, no, I was very excited. Started planning right away. Told like all my <laughs> friends and all that. And you know, we were like the first out of any of our friends to get married. So it was like fun. You know what I mean? It was, I, cause I think we were like 24 when I got engaged. And then 25 when I got married, Phil was 26. So we were young. So it was fun, all the festivities and all that kind of stuff with our friends and all that and the planning. Phil was pretty, pretty involved in the planning. What did you guys want for your wedding? I wanted to get married outside and we wanted to get married not at a banquet hall. We had been at like some weddings at a banquet hall and we wanted it just to be us nobody else so we and we have very big families so we ended up having a very big wedding which now we'd say like uh like we'd probably have a smaller wedding but it was still super fun and we ended up getting married at a country club because then it was nobody else it was just our wedding and we ended up getting married outside and all that and i think being young like we just wanted to have like a big party and have fun you know, we just kind of looked at it like that. He didn't ha wasn't that passionate about any of the other details aside from like he wanted a big party with music and dancing and fun and it ended up being just like that, so. What was the most fun part to plan? Oh. Or was it getting the dress? Was it choosing colors? Was it cake tasting? I would just say looking at the venue and stuff. The country club we got married at was really pretty. The outdoor space we got married at was so pretty. So we had the ceremony outside and then the reception inside and like the big ballroom of the country club. So that was really fun. And we got married in 2009 and started planning in 2008. So it was before all the Pinterest and the details and the this and the that. A lot of like my friends and you know family and stuff like that who've gotten married recently, there's so much pressure and details and everything needs to be perfect and everything needs to be just so. Like I feel like we just kind of like 
went to the country club they told us like oh you can have these color chair covers and there wasn't like all these chair options and this and that and picking all these fabrics like we had a couple options it was simple so i feel like we actually like got to enjoy the process we got to have fun our wedding day was just it was still beautiful and all of that but it wasn't all this pressure like we actually just got to enjoy each other have fun with our friends have fun with our family and i just think it's different than how people get married now so i feel lucky like i'm so glad we got married back then before and it's not like so long ago but just social media is so big now and you just have to like show off all of this stuff you know what I mean where we didn't have to because it didn't matter maybe some people had Facebook back then but it wasn't like you post everything every five seconds like it was just like we actually got to enjoy the day be present and it wasn't about anything else it was just such a good day well I really want to hear about it so <laughs> going back to the day before your wedding do you remember that Mm -hmm. What happened? What did you do? I do. So we, being young, decided to have our rehearsal dinner. We got married on a Saturday. And we decided to have our rehearsal dinner on Thursday because we're like, we don't want people to like be drinking and hungover on our wedding day and all this stuff. So we had our rehearsal. We had a dinner that fills mom had for us and we just invited our closest family in the bridal party so it was small we had fun the dinner was fun we had fun with our friends pretty much like all most of our like bridal party came back to our condo and we stayed up to like two in the morning or something partying so we definitely got our our rehearsal dinner it was like a you know pre-party so then the day before the wedding me and all my bridesmaids and my mom and my grandma all went and got our nails done. We got manicures and pedicures and we had some champagne and it was really fun. And then me and my girlfriends, my bridal party, so I think most of them, we all had a sleepover at my mom's house the night before the wedding. So it was really fun. We like got portillos for dinner and we watched the Kardashians and just like hung out, had a girls night and you know, cause you're not supposed to see each other on the wedding day and we were traditional that way, even though we lived together and went to bed early and got like a good night's sleep. Cause I wanted everyone to be well rested <laughs> on the wedding day. What did Phil do? I think he just maybe had like a couple friends over or maybe he even was by himself at the condo. I don't know. He might've just chilled by himself. I think everyone was like feeling a little tired from the rehearsal. It's a really good idea to have that extra day in between. Yeah, so uh, I think he just hung out. Probably went to bed early. Oh, it was really sweet because I didn't do anything like this. I don't remember if it was the night before. I think it might've been the morning of the wedding. He actually wrote me letters, one to open on our wedding day, one to open on like our one year anniversary our five-year anniversary, our 10-year anniversary, and our 20-year anniversary, which was super sweet. Wow. So I've opened like, what, four out of five. But I didn't. I felt so bad. I'm like, that's so romantic. I didn't do anything <laughs> like that for you. But I think he was just like by himself in the condo, so. 
But it was cute because they were just like, you know, I wonder what our life is like now. Like, do we have kids? Where do we live? You know, all this kind of stuff. And at, in some of them, like he kind of guessed like, oh, we probably have two kids and two boys or something. And we have three girls. It was way off. So, yeah. But that was cute. Still really sweet. Mm -hmm. So you wake up on the morning of your wedding day. Mm -hmm. Where are you and what happens? We're at my mom's house and my stepdad went out and got bagels for everybody and like breakfast and everyone was in a good mood. Me and Phil didn't agree not to talk on our wedding day. So we were just going to see each other walking down the aisle. And then me and my mom and Phil's mom, my bridesmaids, went to a salon and we got our hair and makeup done after we had breakfast at home and then we went to the country club to get dressed and we had like the photographer and the videographer there and we took pictures before the wedding of just like the bridesmaids and then the groomsmen took pictures too but like separate so we didn't see each other because me and Phil weren't going to see each other before we walked down the aisle. And like now they pressure you to like see each other before because then you get better pictures and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, like I'm not doing that. I want it to be like a special moment walking down the aisle. Like I was traditional in that way. Like I just wanted the wedding day to be like about us and whatever, not about pictures. I mean, of course, like I wanted pictures, but like I'm not ruining like that moment just to like get pictures beforehand and not be rushed after. You know, I don't care. And they're like, oh, well, you'll have more time with everybody. And I'm like, I want time with Phil. Like, we'll have an hour after our ceremony to take pictures. And I'm good with that. So it was just, like, a good day. Like, everybody was happy. My mom was happy. My friends were happy. Like, there was no drama. There was no nothing. Like, it was just, like, one of those, like, perfect days where everything was going great. You know what I mean? Who was your maid of honor? My friend, Nicole. And we had been friends since we were like in eighth grade. So most of my bridesmaids were friends I had since eighth grade. So I invited like them to get dressed with me. So I think my mom was there, my grandma, my bridesmaids, and Phil's mom. And they all helped me get dressed into my dress, take pictures. Bridesmaids were getting dressed. So this was at the country club we did this. Like we brought everything there and photographer was there. So it was like really fun, like having everybody there helping me get ready. And we we're having like some champagne and it was just good. I feel like not everybody has wedding days like that where everyone or everything is just like, you know. Aligned. And yes. Good. What did your dress look like? It was sparkly and it was like an A-line strapless. It was very pretty. If I would have gotten married now, I would have chosen something a little different, but it still is beautiful. I just, the top was like, not me, but I don't really care. I loved it then. You know what I mean? So it was just very sparkly and long on the bottom and very me, I should say, because I like sparkles and all that kind of stuff. So did you wear something old, something new, and something blue? I did. Borrowed? I did. <laughs> do you remember what those things were? I do. My blue was my underwear. And then, because you couldn't see it. <laughs> new was like my jewelry. Old. What was that? Oh, I remember. A charm 
from one of my grandma's necklaces to my garter, and my garter was something old. It was actually my prom garter that I wore with Phil. So I thought that was cool that I still had it. That's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it so, just sounds like such a happy day. It was. It really was. So what time was the ceremony? I think like 5 or 5.30, something like that, because we did the ceremony at the country club. We wanted like a quick ceremony. We both are Catholic and all that, and like, my parents maybe wanted us to get in, get married in a church, but we weren't like very religious and we wanted it more to be about like us and getting married and love and not like communion and all this kind of stuff. We just wanted it to be more simple and short and about us. So I think it was probably about 20 minutes, the ceremony, or maybe 30, just quick, more just about me and Phil and all that. So it was really... A beautiful day, luckily, because it was in September and, you know, we lived in the suburbs of Chicago, so it could be freezing that day, you know what I mean? But it was like in the 70s, it was a little bit overcast. There was periods of like sun and some clouds, but not all clouds. So it was like perfect because it wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was like literally the perfect weather. And we got married outside. It was really beautiful. It's funny because looking back we had dvd of our wedding that will we usually watch it like every year on our anniversary so we got married in itasca which is literally right by o'hare airport and it was like in the downtown area so looking back never heard it on my wedding day there was like two airplanes that went right over us that were super loud and a train in the middle of our ceremony that i had no clue until i watched our wedding video that that even happened like that's how oblivious i was so and phil too he said he didn't even notice either so like we were just like in our own worlds for sure do you remember the moment where you were were you standing behind a door or so we did it um traditionally so my dad walked me down the aisle and i was glad about that because he had cancer so he got cancer pretty much right when I graduated college and he had like head and neck cancer. So he, and it was really, really bad. So he, since then, I think he had like chemo and radiation twice. He had major, major surgeries like on his face, like 20 hours where he had to have like his whole one side of his face removed, his jawbone. Like he had to have like muscles from his leg and his stomach put, on his fate, like attached here to like whatever. So he, my, and my dad was like a really good looking guy. And like I said, he was like younger cause he was 20 when I was born. He had like full sleeve tattoos, like just strong, all that. So he was like very skinny at my wedding at that time. Um, he had big muscles normally and he like had lost a lot of weight and he was just not seeing a lot of people then just because you know, he was like really disfigured. Um, but he did walk me down the aisle. So I was glad about that. Do you remember standing with him before? He was there. He, I think he came a little bit later. So, oh, on our, so we did it like traditionally, Phil was standing at the altar, which it was like, not the altar, but like the front, you know, cause we were outside and there was like the aisle, we had like a runner and he was 
standing there with his brother and then all the rest of the bridal party was going to come out and on our wedding day you could hear phil whisper on the video to his brother he's like where's her old man like he was like didn't see my dad so he didn't know if he was there because my dad was late often so he was like nervous like is he here whatever but he was there and so the bridal party walked out and like my grandma and my mom like our parents and all that and then I was like standing with my dad and I was excited and I'm like oh my god like don't cry don't want to mess my makeup and like I really really wanted to cry and like it was like now like I had like tears in my eyes but I like did not let them fall like I like just walked on the aisle like this and like was just smile like I was like smiling the whole way down the aisle and I was so happy we waited to see each other you know because it was like such a special moment like Phil was there and we hadn't talked all day and like all that so it was just awesome and I was super happy and he was he looked like he was like gonna cry maybe he didn't but yeah and like he was just happy and it was like just a good moment between me and him you know like it didn't even like seem like all those people were there almost so it was good everything else went away yeah so and I was happy my dad got to walk me down the aisle too so that was nice so I'm glad for you for that did you guys write your own vows or did you do traditional we vows? We did not. We did traditional vows. I was just too nervous. Like I didn't want to, I don't know. I feel like it's nice to write your own vows, but I feel like a lot of people like put things in there that are like inside jokes or nobody knows what you're talking about. Like it was like too much pressure. You know what I mean? Like I just wanted to relax and not have like added stress on myself. Like I said, I wanted things to be like a little more simple. And so, and I'm glad that they were because now there's just so much involvement. Not saying anything bad, but I've seen a lot of brides unhappy on their wedding day because they're just worried about every detail and everything being perfect. I didn't have that. Like I actually like enjoyed my wedding day fully. It was great. Love that. Who married you? We, that was actually one thing that did go wrong. So because my dad did kind of want us to get married in a church, but I'm like, "Ah, like, I really don't want to do a church wedding. So I ended up finding like, and he was a former priest, but he wasn't a priest anymore, but he was a Catholic, like he was a Catholic priest. I was like, okay, well, it's still like a happy medium. You know what I mean? And then like two days before our wedding, he had a death in the family and so he couldn't marry us anymore so he sent in a replacement who just like showed up on our rehearsal that i never met and he was fine it was fine i didn't stress about it too much somebody was marrying us so that ended up being fine because we had met with the priest before and like you know talked about how we met and what you know asked us questions about like just our relationship and what we love about each other and all that kind of stuff and he was gonna like talk at the wedding about that so it was interesting because yeah there was somebody marrying us who we never even really talked to before but um it was fine it was good (laughs) and then you guys kissed yes and did you feel married or were you just really excited i was just really excited and then yeah so everyone was happy and excited and our family was there and we took some family pictures after and then Phil and I went and took pictures 
but just us two. And we got to ride around on a golf cart and like go, like the photographer had us go to different places on the golf course. So it was cool. And you know, it was like a private country club. So actually there was still like some people golfing. And then there was like a dining room that I think we walked through and people were like clapping for us and stuff that we didn't know and like, it was fun. And then we got to go to cocktail hour just for a little bit because we were taking pictures for some of it. And I just feel like it was all going by so fast. And then after cocktail hour was over, they had everybody sit down and we were gonna like do everything like right away. So we did the announcements of the bridal party and all that kind of stuff. And my dad ended up leaving just cause like he was uncomfortable, you know, just seeing everybody just like I said, cause he had recently had all the surgeries and everything. and. So I was glad he came, but I didn't know he was going to leave. So I was like upset and like started getting upset because we were like supposed to dance together and everything like that, you know, the, like the daddy daughter dance and everything. So that was like right before the announcement that I found out he was going to leave because they were going to like announce him and he didn't want to walk out. So I had to like do things really quick before because I think him and my stepmom were supposed to walk out together. So then I had maybe find somebody. I was like, well, who are you going to like walk in? And then I had to like tell the DJ. So I had to like just figure out a couple of things. And I was like starting to get upset. And Phil was like, just don't get upset. Like you can't do anything. Like just don't. And I was like, okay. So I like held up, like all back. And I'm like, you're right. Like, what am I going to do? Like, there's no point of like getting sad. Like, and I had to like tell the DJ like, oh, we're not going to do the daddy daughter dance anymore and all that kind of stuff. So. We walked out, the bridal party was announced, me and Phil were announced, and we all like rehearsed little dances to do like each person who was paired up and then me and Phil like did something really quick. I don't know, we just like, we might've planned it like a day or two before the wedding. And then we did like our cake cutting immediately and our first dance immediately, even before before like we sat down for dinner and stuff. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you wait till after dinner, then people are like ready to like get up and move around and then like nobody's like watching. So we ended up just doing it all at once. So that was kind of nice and it like took the pressure off. You know what I mean? We did the cake cutting, we did our first dance, then had dinner. Yeah, so it was, it was good. And everybody was having a fun time from the start. Our Speeches were really funny. The maid of honor and the best man speech. Phil's brother was the best man. And my friend Nicole is the maid of honor. And yeah, they were really good, funny speeches. Yeah, like I said, I mean, my whole bridal party, like the bridesmaids and the groomsmen, we had all known each other since high school pretty much because me and Phil had been dating so long and we were all like really good friends. So it was just so fun. We, it was like the best bridal party. You know what I mean? So we just had like a good time. Our, I mean, our dance floor was packed the whole night. Like everybody was dancing. Everybody was having fun. Like, like I said, it was just, it was before all, everything got so elaborate and all that. So we just, everyone just danced, had fun, laughed. It was no drama, no issues. And then my brother ended up, I'm close with my brother and since you know my dad left he ended up like doing the first dance with me which is really nice and he like got on a microphone and like was like um, my dad isn't feeling well so <laughs> and he was like he's younger than me so I think he had to be like I don't know 21 or 
22 at the time and he's not a public speaker and he like got on the microphone and like asked me to dance so it was really cute and like out of character for him to speak in front of a big crowd because we had 250 people at our wedding so yeah we both have huge families phil's especially his dad is one of 15 and we don't even know all of his cousins that's what we said looking back like we might not have invited all those people because like there's people like we barely I don't even think I met you know what I mean who attended our wedding so we might have like cut it down a bit but at the same time like it was just so fun like literally all we wanted to have was like a giant party and that's what we did Sounds like that's like all we did. cared about so it was fun we danced the whole time me and Phil everybody did and we just had it was just a great day I don't think everyone can say that about their wedding and like looking back on it I'm like I wish I could do it again you know and then we had like our honeymoon to look forward to so it was just like the best like couple weeks ever it was just non-stop like just fun relaxing like our honeymoon was great where did you go we went to Cabo so it was great it was good <laughs> so you do have three daughters having had such a great wedding what would you tell them obviously things will change by the time they're right. old enough but what what would you tell them are the moments to plan for or to hold on to or the ways to make their days really special I would just say you know if things happen like on the wedding day or whatever like there's really not much you can do to change it so you kind of just have to roll with it like I said we only had the two minor things with the priest and you know my dad leaving and just me being upset but it's just like you can't change it so you just gotta like move on and just have fun and I would just say like make it about you make it about your family and your friends and your loved ones and just having like a great time don't worry about the details and the centerpieces and all that kind of stuff like I don't even think I looked at my centerpieces or any you know what I mean like I said there was trains and planes and all that kind of stuff it's like if you're like in the moment and just like happy then you're not even going to notice any of that kind of stuff you know what I mean like that's not that's not what's important you're not going to remember your centerpieces on your wedding day like you're going to remember like how you felt and the time that you had <laughs> did you guys go to the courthouse to get the marriage license we did when did you do that mm, I think like you have to get it like a couple weeks before or something so maybe like two weeks before something like that what so, did that feel like good I don't think it like was that big of a moment I think it didn't seem like that real yet like the actual like wedding day was like the real deal you know like everything leading up to it like we had our bachelorette party bachelor party we both went to vegas for our bachelor bachelorette party like i said because all of our friends were young nobody was married we were the first ones like it was just so much fun like we had our fun like on you know that stuff and then like the showers and all that it's like it doesn't seem real yet but like the actual like wedding day like that was like wow you know what i mean like all these people are here and it's just everything's so beautiful and it's just like I've, all eyes are on you so that is kind of like the moment you're like oh my gosh <laughs> it's really happening yeah but I was happy and Phil was happy we both were super happy if I can't ask 
What was the first year of marriage like for you? I don't think... We just were busy at work, honestly. So it was kind of like business as usual, you know, like not much really changed because we already lived together. Phil took a new job, I think pretty shortly after we got married and he started traveling a lot. And then, like I said, I was a mortgage processor and it's when rates like plummeted. So we were so busy at work. Like I was working between like 50 and 60 hours a week and Phil was traveling overnight a lot. So we just kind of saw each other like at night. Like that was like our busiest year. Like we just worked all year pretty much until the next year in July, we like started talking about having kids, but like we weren't sure, you know, and we were just like kicking it around, but we didn't know because we were only what? I think 26. So we were like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe not talking about it and we're like okay like yeah like maybe we will and then like then we're like I oh, know like we probably shouldn't but we ended up getting pregnant right like on the first try pretty much so like there was not any going back so we were not sure at all it was like just an idea like oh maybe we should like maybe we should have a baby like it wasn't like oh like we definitely are ready for kids because we were still young like we didn't know it was just like seemed like Oh, like, the, isn't that the next thing you do? You know what I mean? But we were, like, back and forth, both of us. Like, uh, I don't know, like, whatever. But it happened, so <laughs> we couldn't go back. But it was great. Like, I don't re regret it at all. And so it was fun, like, when I was pregnant and all that kind of stuff. And we were still working, but it was just us. And we got to relax and get ready for the baby and... We had talked about moving because we were still in our condo and it was just like a one bedroom. But we ended up having her there, Olivia, our oldest. And then right when she was born, Phil got another new job, which was like a good job, like a good like big raise and all that kind of stuff. So we're like, oh, we should move now and buy a house. So we did and we moved when Olivia was four months old and then I quit my job to be a stay-at-home mom. So it was good. It was ha like, it was great, honestly. It was like, that whole beginning was like, we had an amazing wedding and got pregnant right away and had a baby and it was just like the, ha like the happiest I've ever been, I feel like, because, you know, and then I quit my job and I got to stay home and bought a brand new house and it was just like everything was like going so well it seemed like too good to be true and our baby was like Olivia was like the best baby in the world she was the like the first grandbaby and like everyone in her family just adored her and she was just she slept through the night and she was easy and she was happy and she never cried and she was great you know until you have a second kid and then like, you know, then shit gets real. You know what I mean? Like then that's when the craziness, cause then you're just so busy. Like I feel like just life slowed down for like, I don't know, probably like two years. Now it's just crazy. Like I feel like ever since like we had, I would say three kids, two was like still manageable. When we had three and with like school, sports, activities, all that, it's just like, we do not have a moment. Like we don't sit still, like we don't relax. Like it's just crazy. So it was just like a good 
couple years. And not saying now isn't good, but it's just like we, I feel like we actually like got to like enjoy being married, enjoy having a baby, like just being our own little family for a little bit. So how did you handle all that change? I mean, it seems like you guys just kind of jumped in. It also seems from what you've said, you were the first of your friend group mm-hmm. to get married and maybe, you know, start a family. Right. Um, it was good change. It was not bad because we were ready. You know what I mean? And we moved into a house and we moved closer to my mom, actually. So it was nice, like being closer to her. It was nice, like not working just because I had a stressful job and it wasn't going to be feasible with having a baby. And also where we moved, it was like, I was almost an hour from work. So it was just not going to work. And Phil got a really good job. So it's like, he could support us and I didn't have to work. So it was just really nice to have that time. It was lonely at times just because he still traveled. So that was an adjustment because none of my friends had babies and they all worked. And so that was a little bit difficult. And, and my mom still worked even though she was close. So that was hard. I would say that was the only big adjustment or thing that was difficult. But other than that, it was all good. How did you decide going for another baby and then from two to three? Just was the timing right? or was um, there... Well, we always definitely wanted two. And we were like waiting a little bit. We wanted a little bit of space in between. And then we had like some big events that we wanted to be able to do things and not have me be pregnant. Because like my best friend, who was my maid of honor, she was getting married right around the time we were like ready for a second baby. And then my brother was getting married too. And so we had like some trips planned for that bachelor, bachelorette parties. And, you know, I just didn't want to be pregnant for all that. Cause like I said, we were still in our twenties and I wanted to like be able to have fun and all that with everybody go to Vegas with my girlfriends for the bachelorette party. And then also Phil had a work trip to Napa. And so I ended up going with him. So like, I just want to do those last couple things. And then like right after Napa, like then we decided to go for number two. It seemed like just a good time. They're two and a half years apart. So I think it's like a good balance. I always wanted three kids. I knew like, I just always like thought that like, I'm one of three. Phil's one of three. Phil was like, not so much wanting three kids because, you know, we were busy and he traveled and like, kids are expensive and it's a lot of work and all that but I could manage too like one was a breeze Olivia was the easiest child like she it was, I was like why do people even complain like this is easy <laughs> Soph was a little more demanding and not demanding but she just has a strong personality so you know from the start she was always more of a handful very energetic never sits down she still never sits down she does handstands all day long But I still knew like I was not done. I wanted to be pregnant one more time. I wanted to have a baby again. So it took a little convincing for Phil, but we went for number three. I was so happy. Like she was born, she just turned five last week. And I was so happy because I really wanted a third child. And, you know, we maybe like hoped it was a boy, but it was a girl and I was fine with that. I am good with girls. I'm girly. I know how to do girly things. I was fine. But like I wanted a boy for Phil. And we found out before when I was 13 weeks or 14 weeks that we were 
having another girl and for like a hot second, like Phil was like, eh, like whatever. And then he's like, what am I going to do with a boy? <laughs> he's like, I'm not that manly. I don't really play sports. I don't, what am I going to do? He's like, I'm fine with it. So we were happy as can be with our three girls. And so she was born and I was like, remember like coming home and having like my family and my three girls and my three kids. And like, I knew like I was done. I didn't want any more kids. It wasn't like leaving my mind for two. And then everything was like amazing and wonderful. And I was so happy. And then, well, and then my dad died three weeks later. So then I felt like oh. everything was like, ugh. like I felt like I had like everything like that I ever wanted and yeah and then like he was doing pretty good for a while like he got stronger and all that like he still had a lot of issues and like pain but the cancer went away for almost 10 years and then um he like gained a lot of weight and was you know back to like working in his garage and fixing stuff and doing all that kind of stuff and I mean he couldn't talk and he had a feeding tube for like 10 years his last 10 years of life because of all the surgeries like he couldn't like his tongue was like severely damaged from the radiation and like they removed his jawbone and all that kind of stuff but like I still had my dad and he still got to like see my kids and all that kind of stuff but he never got to meet Juliet because he was like not feeling well the past couple weeks but he didn't go to the doctor and I was like talking to him a little bit but he always had pain so we didn't know but then he ended up having like a severe bleed like I don't know what I'm talking about carotid artery yes he almost bled to death and he had to go to the hospital and it happened like two more times within like a day mm. where they had it took like 30 minutes to like stop the bleeding like almost died blah 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 and then they said like his cancer had come back and was like pushing on that artery and he like died a week later so that was tough because he never got to meet my daughter my last daughter he got to see pictures of her at least and my brother had just had twins they were six months old at least he got to meet them and stuff but it just kind of sucks because he didn't I just wish he could have been more like part of my kids lives but so it was just like hard it was bad timing but I feel like Juliet like was like a comfort to me during that time I feel like I'm like processing it more now than I did then because I feel like I just couldn't like I had a baby like a newborn like I couldn't like I had to like move on and get up and take care of her you know you were really close with your dad I was close when I was younger, he wasn't around as much, but then, like, in my, like, later, like, adult years, like, college and stuff, like, I lived with him in the summers. I worked with my stepmom, so she had got me a job in the mortgage, like, for J.P. Morgan in the mortgage department because she worked there, and I was an intern there in college for four summers, and then, so I stayed there because it was right by his house. Yeah, I was... I've always been like really close with my mom because I lived with her because you know my parents got divorced when I was like five but I definitely was getting like closer with my dad and I felt like I when he was sick and stuff like I just was try to like be around a lot and just take care of him and I'd be at like all the surgeries and all of that so I was I was close with him I just wish he got to be around for my kids and he was only 53 when he died so that's really young well it seems like you have put a lot of life in. You've been married for 12 years? Yes. 
12 years next week. Looking so. back, just how do you think, you know, you on your wedding day, looking forward to think about your life right now, is it kind of what you expected? Um, yes and no. I, I always think I hoped that I would like be able to be a stay at home mom. So I'm glad that I got to like, not everybody can, you know, so, but I had like always wanted kids and wanted a family and all that. So that is similar to what I thought it would be. I never thought we'd be living in Tennessee ever. Like I never thought we'd move. So that's crazy to me. I had also been very close with my grandma. So my dad's mom, she just passed away in May 2020 mm -hmm. and she was 85, but she was like my best friend. Like I loved her. I talked to her every single day. Like she was super close to my kids. I helped her a little bit. She, she ended up breaking her hip in February 2020, but before then she lived in, by herself. She drove still. She loved being independent, like all of that kind of stuff. And so she broke her hip and she was having like health issues and she ended up having to go to like assisted living for like rehab and everything for her hip because she couldn't walk and all that. And then she ended up getting COVID and passing away. So that was like hard, but at the same time, like, she, if she couldn't live by herself and drive and take care of herself, like she loved being independent. So she, if she had to be in a nursing home, she didn't want to be. And plus like all the COVID stuff was happening and the restrictions. So like nobody could see her. She was like stuck in a nursing home, like by herself. And she had moved from one place to another. And they, even though it was like COVID was crazy. Cause this was in April, 2020, they let me come in and visit her. They like, you can have a one-time visit and come like make, sh check out the place, make sure she was settled in all that. Cause like I helped her like get there. I got like one time I got to go see her and all that. And I stayed probably for like a half hour. I was nervous about COVID too. Cause it just started. Like I had kids at home, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know. And then she ended up getting COVID within like a week of being there. Then they ended up sending her to the hospital because she was having issues probably like a day later. And then at the hospital, she, I talked to her and she was fine. She was in the emergency room. She was like, I feel fine. Like, I don't know what they're talking about, all this stuff. And we had like a good conversation and I'm like, Graham, I'm so worried, you know, all this stuff. And she's like, it's fine. She's like, I'm fine. She's like, I'm like ready for this. Like I'm ready to go. Like i don't want to live like this. And if it happens, maybe we did find out she tested positive for COVID. And I was like upset, you know what I mean? And she's like, if I go, I'm ready. I lived a long, great life. And she used to like read to me all the time, buy me books. And she's like, it's like all the books that we read together. They all had a beginning, a middle and an end. And she's like, we've always been so fond of each other and like all this stuff. And we just had like this great, like last conversation. Like, I don't even know like how that happened. You know what I mean? And I think I maybe talked to her like one other time after that. And she was all like confused and stuff again. So it's like, we like got lucky that we had like this one conversation to like say how much like we loved each other. And like, we almost knew like this was like going to be it. So I never would have left if she was still alive ever. Cause I just, could never leave her. But now my mom is building a house and my stepdad in Florida. And my stepmom actually just moved to Florida. Bill's mom just moved to Minnesota. So I feel like people are like kind of 
doing different things with COVID and everything and with my grandma being gone and you know all that so we decided to move I've always loved Tennessee like the first time I came to Nashville was like seven years ago and I'm like oh my god I love it here like I want to move here I love it it was for my friend's bachelorette party and I'm like I love it here We've stopped here a couple times on the way home from Florida, and I just, last year, I'm like, we should, we were talking about moving, because we had outgrown our house, you know, we had three kids, and the schools weren't great. I'm like, we were thinking about where we want to move in Illinois, I'm like, I don't want to move anywhere, like, there's nowhere I want to live, like, I don't like the cold, I don't like the snow, like, I want to go somewhere warmer, you know? And I've always loved Nashville, Phil likes it too, I'm like, we should move to Nashville, and he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we should. So decided to build in Nolansville. We both loved Nolansville because it's just so different. Like it's a smaller town. We came from a huge town of like 40,000 people and a suburb of Chicago. And, and we love it here so far. But I would never think I would be here. Like living in a more small town, like, you know. It's not country, but you know what I mean. Compared to Chicago, like it's different out here, but we love it. It's got good weather. So, yeah. All right, well, I have one last question for you. Okay. What is one thing you really love about yourself? About myself? Oh, geez. <laughs> that is a hard question. Uh, let's see. I guess I would say that... One thing I love about myself is that I like to take care of others and my family and I'm just very close with my family and I just value that and I value family. So, And I feel like I just take good care of everyone around me. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a, I don't know, just that's kind of just how I am. So, Well, thank you so much for talking with me and sharing it's been really, really great. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope it wasn't too boring. It wasn't like an exciting oh, wedding all. story. Like I didn't have, you know, like a... You had a day that was so much fun. I yes. Mean, it was fun to hear about it. Good. And it sounds like it was really focused on you guys. Yeah. And That's why I'm just saying it was the best day ever because it just, it was for me. It was about me and Phil and our family and having fun and being happy. And I just think that's really what wedding should be about. <laughs> so. Thanks for listening. Feel free to leave a comment about this conversation. Maybe what you're taking with you from it. Make sure to check out the other conversations if you haven't already too. You can also send me a message if you have a story to share. I'd love to hear it. I'll be working on a new series soon and you could be a part of it. Sending good your way. Until next time, take good care.